What's up, everybody? You're listening to Salah's Corner with the one and only Salah Muhammad. So becoming an entrepreneur, it has been uh, a life-changing thing for me. One, I've been introduced to a number of people around me, family, friends, co-workers who are also trying to be entrepreneurs. And I wanted to have a conversation with one. Her name is uh, Shaidia Gardner. She runs Shaidiva Co. And I really wanted to connect with her on some of the trials and tribulations on what it means to be an entrepreneur. And what sparked this conversation, for me at least, was how I noticed how individuals interact on social media and how we approach people of success of being able to do this overnight and not understanding that there's a lot of work, there's a lot of blood, sweat, and tears, there's a lot of financial sacrifice, there's a lot of sleep deprivation. There's a lot that goes into making this a success. She just hit her five-year mark. You'll hear her talk about that on the podcast. And I really just wanted to really break down what it means and how individuals that are trying to get into this field can understand some of the struggles that is going to be thrust upon them as they navigate in this new space. So think about that. Think about what it means to become an entrepreneur. If you are that person, if you have been thinking of a new business idea, a new model or something that you want to pursue, think about, you know, are you ready for that moment? And if not, what steps are you taking to get there and being real about the space that you're in? So I've had a lot of people coming to me asking me where I find the time and the space to make all of these podcasts happen. Well, I have to thank the folks at Rec Philly. They provide me the space, the equipment, and the networking capacity to make this take off. And it's not just for other podcasts. Other creative individuals use this space as well. We're talking musicians, photographers, anyone that considers themselves a creative individual. So if that's you, head over to Rec Philly. Visit them on Instagram. And if you find yourself wanting a membership, tell them Salah sent you. Shy, Shy Diva. Can I refer to you throughout this whole recording as Shy Diva? Of course, yes. Staying on brand. Yes. All right, so let's uh, let's introduce you to everyone. What do you do? Where you hail from? Okay, so my name is Shydia Gardner, also known as Shy Diva. <laughs> I am the creator and owner of a woman's accessories brand called Shy Diva Collection LLC, but we do business as Shy Diva Co. We feature a wide variety of women's accessories, mostly handbags. We also have jewelry, sunglasses. We do belts, shoes. You deck the ladies out. Deck the ladies out. The best way to to describe it is we just take outfits to the next level. So That's pretty dope because I think that's one of the things that gets overlooked in the fashion realm of things especially when you're talking about like big box retailers mm-hmm. like they focus on the right dress or the right shoe and it's like now nah, the the accessories is what makes the outfit right what you gonna do with that dress yeah. yeah yeah but let's talk less of the fashion side of it and more of just the entrepreneurial side and how you got into doing this because Shadivico just hit five years right yes congratulations thank you thank you yesterday made our five-year mark, so we started February 17, 2015. I'm saying we, it's just me, but... <laughs> so listen, we you got to... I, I, it's funny that you say that because I say that a lot when I'm when I'm doing stuff, and it's like, no, 
we sounds like share credit. Mm-hmm. I sound lets people know, especially those that's looking to like do business with you. It's like, nah, I did this shit by me, like me alone. So, right. You. Yes. Me. <laughs> <laughs> Started five years ago yesterday. I was in college. I knew. So it's I don't think a lot of people know this, but when I was younger, probably like 11 I had a bag, like a handbag business with my mom. I would go to Walmart and buy like those cheap tote bags mm-hmm. and I would get that puffy paint and I would design them and then I would sell them. And I actually had sales. Like I would wear mine to school with my books in it and people would order them and like my mom and I would write names on them and stuff like that. So that's kind of where the whole handbag thing started. And then going into college, I knew I was going for fashion, but minoring in business marketing. So I knew that I wanted to have my own business. And I just started thinking more about what I lo- like, the things that I like doing or what I naturally love to do, but I could also capitalize off. So that's how Shadiva Co. started. Originally, it was kind of pillows, too. I wanted to get into doing like home decor, but that really wasn't. What made me happy, really, um, mm. because I couldn't, like, show off the product as much as I wanted to. So then that's when I got, I got into creating clutches. So one day I just randomly went to Joann's, purchased a bunch of fabric, zippers, all that kind of stuff. That's that's pretty dope because, I mean, what it sounds like is, is from, mm. at a, from an early age, it was instilled in you that, that work ethic that you know work for yourself mentality that like you can get yours and like you were a kid designing stuff and, and selling it to classmates that I don't think that's that's not a, a mindset that's inherent in a lot of people and something that you need as an entrepreneur can you talk about like just what that journey has been like as you you know you've come, come these five years and have been doing an amazing job I, we were talking offline about like your marketing and stuff like that and I keep trying to convince you that you need to go into marketing for some other smaller brands that mm-hmm. are out there because you do a, a great job of it but okay. like can you just speak to what it means to be an entrepreneur and go through that process of like getting yourself in the right mindset as far as mindset I don't really think that I've ever have that I haven't mastered that yet there is no correct mindset for entrepreneurship just because it's so hard and it's always moving and there's always a new level that requires a new you yeah what that means is it's hard I mean entrepreneurship is really hard there's nobody telling like this is something that you want to do for yourself so you have to be passionate about exactly what it is over the last five years, I can't tell you how many times I was like, you know what? <laughs> I yeah, yeah. basically yeah. like I don't even is this really what I want? Yeah. Like, should I just keep it? You know what? And it's not even that I wanted to fully quit. It's like, should I do I really just want this to be a hobby, like something that mm-hmm. I just do on the side or do I where do I really want to take this? Right. So, yeah. And that's just like that's why I said. There was I can never really master the mindset because I'm always juggling back and forth for myself about the whole process. Is this good enough? What am I going to do next? Just everything. I I like that, though, because I think a lot of people, when they think about like going into business, one, you know, the expectation is that they're going to be like this overnight success story. And it's like, nah, never going to be the case because you're going to have to put in the work. And, you know, I mean, I can speak to that because there's been times with the podcast 
I'm sure Bree can attest to this as well. Like, I'm like, yo, fuck this, yo. Yeah. Like, how can I turn this into something? How can I make this profitable? How can I make this my full-time hustle and not my side-time hustle? Do I really want to do this? Am I, you know, investing the right energy into it? And I think that, you know, one, with social media being the way it is, people go into entrepreneurship with this expectation that it's not going to be grunt work. It's not going to be hard. It's 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 not going to be days where you want to just quit. Yeah, for sure. People go into it with that. <laughs> yeah. So, like, let, let's let's talk about that a little bit, because being in business, doing something four or five years is a significant feat. The biggest thing I would have to say, like the biggest attribute to Shadiva's success is the customers. Yeah. Like that is, it sounds cliche, but they are the sole reason why this is still like even in existence. They get so happy and excited and just hearing how they feel about like the collections that I curate or just talking to them about what worked or quality assurance conversations that I have with customers like how excited and how pumped they get that's just really what keeps it flowing like if i didn't well that's what anything though like if there if there wasn't people like if there wasn't a tribe then it really wouldn't it wouldn't work mm. so i definitely have to give all the credit to them there's no way i could possibly maintain any kind of positivity about pushing forward to the next year planning like in 2015 I couldn't believe I had customers within the first week and I was making like my bag so I was doing like taking orders and I actually had people who were excited to wear the stuff that I was making yeah so like just without that little bit of like somebody noticing me somebody seeing my style and then wanting to somebody just supporting because they love seeing me do well just supporting mm. just off of that that's what's keeping the ball rolling now because i've noticed that the customers are basically the brand i'm asking questions i'm starting to go live more like just getting feedback i send emails i'll send someone a text message just to see how they feel what's working what's not working because that's who's that's where the money's coming from right. so if they're not happy like i have to satisfy their needs so i'm always in a dm hey girl <laughs> sending them a text whatever if i see them in the street i'm even seeing stuff to people like if i see anybody in the street with my stuff it's a conversation mm. even if they even didn't if get it them? from me even if i don't know them mm. even if i don't know them like and some that has happened if i see somebody because this isn't my stuff. I'm getting it from a manufacturer. Even if it looks like something that I sold before and I don't even know this person, I'll still say something like, girl, where you get that bag from? And then they'll be like, Shad But most people kind of, like, when they see me out, they know, like, that I'm Shadiva. Hey, you just That's that, funny to just say. just that famous. No, you're I'm, just that famous. No, I'm not when, famous. When, not. <laughs> when niggas see me in the street, they know who I be. No, that's not <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it kind of is what I'm saying, but I'm in the most humblest way. 
I can appreciate that. That's that's a lot of work and a lot of attention to detail that not a lot of people think of. You know, I'm going to email all my customers and just connect with them on my shit. I'm going to slide in their DMs and just be like, yo, what's up? What'd you think of it? They had an issue with a piece. I'm going, you know, I, you don't have a customer service department, right? Like, right. you don't have a marketing department. You don't have a sales department. Like, you don't have, you know, you're not buying commercials on TV. Like, these are all of the things that you're talking about doing from, you know, following up with your customers to selling new product to them to, you know, going live on IG. Like, that's that's stuff that... I don't not the average person thinks about when it talks about like going into business. So you don't give you enough yourself enough credit. Pat yourself on the back. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> so um I you know it, it five years doesn't happen without like hardships. So l- let's let's talk about that because you know that's something that I really want to hone in on because as I was saying as a society we we gravitate towards the overnight success stories and we don't see the nitty gritty that goes into making, you know, that overnight success that we thought was an overnight success, really a five-year success. Tell me something like reach into your um, Shy Diva bag, and I'm saying on brand. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> reach into your Shy Diva bag and pull out, you know, the most horrific story experience you've had going through this process of being an entrepreneur. Not being financially literate i guess mm, is that yes yes okay yes right let's talk about that okay <laughs> that shit is real yeah it is definitely real yeah. um so just like having the funds to maybe just start in the entire five years this year 2020 so we've only been what not even two months in 2020 mm-hmm. is when i've i can honestly say that i'm starting to get a feel for my money flow entrepreneurship is just a bunch of different things but people forget about accounting and bookkeeping and mm-hmm. that's the most important to me because it's like yeah you making money you selling you doing this and this is me talking to myself literally at the at the end of 2019 i was kept saying to myself look at how much money you made in a year where is it like you have product yes you have customers yes it's flowing but where where's the positive money where's flow? the positive money right, flow at the bottom line where where is that money how <laughs> exactly. much money is in that bottom line exactly so that definitely has been one of the hardest things for me hmm. just trying to educate myself on what i'm doing with my money hmm. I was having this conversation the other day, one I had with Bree, one I had with Will, who's uh, one of the co-creators of Rec Philly, and was talking about where where's the money going to come in from, right? Like, I can be spending money. I can go out and buy some T-shirts for the podcast, but one, I need a lump sum to buy the T-shirts, and then two, like... I need to be able to recoup enough money from that to actually show that I'm either one, not I'm making a profit and not just hitting like you know, zero at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause I can go out and you can buy a bunch of bags. You can buy a bunch of, uh, uh, of stuff to put together your product. But at the end of the day, if you're only selling basically to, to recoup what you spent, like you really ain't, you ain't yeah. really doing that much and you know that profit margin really isn't is isn't there and i and that, i'm glad you mentioned that because that's profit margin is such a important fact of like all right you spent 50 you sold you know 10 bags but that profit was probably only 50 dollars, which means you just broke even mm-hmm. you ain't got no profit margin yeah. so 
how are you coming along with understanding of your financials when it comes to being an entrepreneur? I guess the biggest thing that has helped me is to literally write it down. Like, yes, I use Shopify. Yes, they keep like all the all my numbers together, all the purchases like they do all the math for me. But the easiest way and I started at the beginning of this year was to literally do my own bookkeeping, mm. buy a notebook. And after at the end of every week, I'm doing the math myself and I'm, you know, like I'm this money goes here and this money goes where? Well, why does this money go there and where did that money even come from? So this is that's like something that I started and I can honestly say that it's I'm seeing like I'm actually starting to see money like yeah of course like I was making money but I wasn't really seeing yeah where the money was going because after I would make money I would put it right back into the business and it's like okay you just keep doing this but where is the actual money that you're building so ever since doing that I guess I'm kind of off to a better start with that financial part if you were to let's say I was I was you know tomorrow I wanted to start a whole new business and you know it ain't gotta be anything it ain't gotta be it could be Salako I'm gonna sell some I don't know some men's travel toiletry kit some shit some dop kits Bri out on the corner laughing at me like this <laughs> yes. nigga is embarrassing <laughs> yes but like what what essentially what advice would you have for me you know, based on your five years of experience and, and being an entrepreneur and being out there, we didn't even get to the part about you working multiple jobs on top of being creator and president, CEO of Shadivico. But what advice would you give me? The first thing I would say is it's all right to start small. Mm. And that goes back to people these days because of social media, just wanting that instant gratification or that instant success. Um, and people are always like, well, how much do I need to start? Or how much, how much, how much? It's okay to start small. So that's definitely the first thing that I would say. Because even when I transitioned from <clears throat> sewing into working with a manufacturer, I still started small. Like I didn't go into it with $10,000 in capital, no. Like I started small and then look what happened. Mm. So that's the first thing. The second thing, I just was talking about this, but the whole financial thing, like just from day one, make sure the books is right. Like the books, they got to be right. The money got to be right. Or honestly, you're just wasting your time. That's how I felt for myself. Like I was just wasting my time and energy because I wasn't really seeing anything. The next thing I would say is be patient. Be patient with the process. I feel like I'm talking to myself, but... Telling yourself to be patient? Yeah. Because, I mean, not seeing that I think that my, like, it's going to be this multi-million dollar brand within the next one or two years. Good. It could be, but just being okay with where I'm at in the journey and knowing that we are where we're supposed to be. That's funny that you say that because I, I don't know about you, but I, you can tell me if you have these moments. But I often have moments where, you know, just as, as much as I have moments where I'm like, yo, I'm quitting tomorrow or I'm putting everything on hold tomorrow or I need a break or whatever it is. I also have just as many moments as like somebody lighting a fire under my ass and I'm and I'm 
overbooking, mm-hmm. um, um, committing to too many events or committing to too many guests or got tons of content to edit because I feel a push mm-hmm. of like, I got to go, I got to go, I got to get this up and running tomorrow. And it's like, do you ever have those moments like that where it's like, yo, if I ain't successful tomorrow, you know, I'm going to lose it. Yeah, no, actually I do. It's funny that you mentioned that because just maybe two weeks ago, I was having a conversation with someone on the team and like I, it was, it got really emotional because I was like, I feel like I am literally running myself like I'm going to break. Like mm-hmm. I'm because literally every day when I go home, I am so hard on myself. Like if I'm not doing something for Shadiva after I go work for somebody else for eight hours, if I don't go home and do something for my business, that just doesn't sit well with me. So I'm constantly thinking about something that I can be doing or I'm constantly doing, 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 and it's like, okay, when when am I really like not, not even physically doing stuff, but even just thinking yeah. about it? Like that's tiring in itself. Yep. Um, so yeah, like you said, as much as I think about F this, I'm quitting, um, really going all in is like at the same time I be doing so much too and it's like okay you really just need to take a break step back and that's another that's that's another thing that's hard about entrepreneurship because it's like if you don't get it done nobody else will so it's like a, just a game you got to play with yourself and it's hard it's it's really really hard but I'm People keep telling me that this and, you know, like everybody's on this whole self-care thing. So I'm really trying to take that and really put that into action because I'm noticing that the battles that I'm having with myself in my mind just are not are not healthy. Like like how how did you describe it? Like it just makes you want to. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's not healthy. It's not. You know, I was I was about to go in a different direction, but you just pulled me into, you know, something else where I wanted to also go, which was you talked about everybody being on this self-care kick and I ain't really, I ain't for the fads and shit and I ain't really for just doing what's new. But like, this is one of those new things I can, you know, mess with a little bit Mm -hmm. because it's, it is something positive, right? And it is something that is, isn't talking about go and spend your money on doing something or, you know, invest into some, you know, wacky program Mm -hmm. that's going to be out. It's just basically like, yo, get your mind right. How important is that for you as you've been navigating in the space? And then talk about like circle of people around you that, you know making sure that that is is also in its right space and and the in the right people around you that motivate you and not you know detractors so it's extremely important and i'm just noticing this because i've been noticing how i've been just feeling lately about going so hard with the business so it's become definitely extremely important it's something that i try to be mindful of and always say okay it's it's okay to take a break even if it's an hour it's okay to literally meditate clear your mind like just stop all thoughts and just get right with yourself and honestly I like being able to move from that space instead of having all of this shit junk in my mind and then I might for instance purchase a bag and I'm like 
come on, girl, you, you know darn well that bag ain't going to sell. Just because I'm operating from this space where it's just like so much is going on in my mind where on the flip side, if I get right with myself and clear my thoughts, then I'm operating from a much more create like my my thoughts are a lot more creative and I don't want to say practical, but practical makes sense, though. Yeah. I mean, because like if it's not practical, then, yeah, you know, why do it? Right. Yeah. Why would your thoughts, you know, be anything other than that, especially when it comes to like being an entrepreneur? Because otherwise it's just it's not practical, which mm-hmm. means it's not, you know, worth doing. Or, yeah. You know, Um and then you mentioned just your your circle, like my people, circle. Yeah, the people you you know you don't have to just drop names or nothing like that. But like nobody get no shout outs. But you know, not necessarily specific names, but just the importance of as you, especially as you go through different phases of how you feel, and as you go through different phases of, Shadivako was a baby in the beginning and year one, and like, you know, are the are year one people also year five people? Just speaking on importance, like. Just having people who get it, people who are supportive. They don't care if I'm selling ladders. Like, the people that I have (laughs) around me, like, they are right there, whatever I want. And I'm crazy. I'm always like, ooh, maybe we could do this. We, again, maybe I could do this. I keep saying we. But (laughs) maybe, like, I could do this or I could do that. And they like, yeah. And they start bouncing ideas with crazy right along with me my mom my dad he's the craziest my friends like constantly bouncing ideas off of each other so that's definitely important when being an entrepreneur the other thing to that is mainly like my circle of girlfriends are all if not already entrepreneurs trying Mm -hmm. to launch businesses so that's definitely important too Um, And it just naturally happened to be that way. But being because I operate from like this creative kind of lifestyle or mentality, having those same kind of people around me is definitely like helpful because it's always just a conversation. And even if it's not the same industry, like to say, it's just always a constant just being innovators like. That's it's just always a conversation, and I really do love that. That's a that's something that I've I've learned more as I've dived deeper into being an entrepreneur. I even set up uh, once a month. I set up um, like accountability sessions. I started doing that a, a little bit ago uh, with a with a friend who ended up moving, and now I'm trying to find that new person to to start doing with. It's a little bit of a struggle, but it's working still. My very last question: Where can we go? to get that shy diva back let everybody know plug it plug your shit okay 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 so website is www.shydiva.co first of all first of all you do not need to say www you don't because you don't even have to you don't even have to type it in anymore <laughs> no you don't how old am i like, <laughs> you sound like somebody's <laughs> mama right. On here, talk about some www, www. <laughs> www. worldwide worldwide web <laughs> dot 
Okay. <laughs> You're so right, though. <laughs> Why? Okay. I, I don't even know. You know what? That is such an... Like, I hear old people say that all the time. <laughs> and it's so annoying. Or, like, when I'm helping somebody older go to a website and they... No, you got to put the WW... No, you don't. <laughs> no, like, where you, are you from? You really you not don't. not have to put that. Stop playing with me. Stop playing. <laughs> Wasting my time. Okay. I got to explain this to you. And I'm just trying to help you get on this dumbass website you're trying to get on. <laughs> Sorry, I'm right, I'm a debate right. on whether I'm gonna leave that there and cut that out. You but. right though. All right, cool. So scratch that. So website is shydiva.co. That's s h y d i v a dot c o, not dot com. Kasalai, you asked me this before on my email. You was like, just c o, like yeah, just c o. I just wanted to make sure I heard you. Yes. So shydiva.co. Instagram is the same at shydivaco. Yeah. Dope. Yep. Thank you, Shadiva. Thanks for having me. You got it. Once again, I want to give a big thanks to Shadiva for joining me on the podcast and breaking down some of the trials and tribulations that she went through becoming an entrepreneur. Take note to some of those things in the conversation um, about financial literacy, about surrounding yourself with Uh, other entrepreneurs even if they're not in the same field but the idea is that they're like-minded individuals that can push you and propel you someone you can bounce ideas off of you know I the other day I was having this conversation with Bree and you know I I had another the same conversation with a friend of mine Allison and I, I came to the conclusion with both of them that you know as an entrepreneur you don't have co-workers You know, so anyone that's used to the typical nine to five, they're going to work when they have an idea, when they have a thought, when they have something new that they're trying, they can bounce it off of coworkers. As an entrepreneur, you don't have that. It's just you. And so it's really important and critical to surround yourselves with one other entrepreneurs, but also people that support you and it will be critical of the process so it can develop and flourish. Um, Thank you, as always, for listening in. If you have any feedback, if you have an idea of what it means to be an entrepreneur, if you have a story about your entrepreneurship and something you want to tell, feel free to email me at realtalk@salascorner.com. You can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Salas Corner. Feel free to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. As always, Salas Corner is recorded out of Rec Philly. It is a space for creative individuals. It's produced by producer extraordinaire Bree Wilson and features music produced by Delgado. For more of my work, please visit salascorner.com. And until next time, peace, y'all.